0: hello and welcome to the projector playground a space created by and for projectors in the human design system in this podcast we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others and how learning playing and resting are our signature tickets to success i am your host eliana miranda And I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Hello, welcome back to the projector playground. Always so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being with me on this journey in this fun space of the mountainous caverns of the projector playground. (laughs) Today I'm picturing all of us like going and sitting somewhere in the mountain base having, like, our pillows and comfortable little seats and showing up almost for, like, lecture style. I hate using that word, but, like, to receive a lesson on human design. So, like, if you want to get out your notebooks, if that feels aligned for you, um, I just see this more as, like, a little bit different than the last couple episodes where I was kind of receiving messages and guidance and channeling things through. And this episode, I'm just going to kind of share some teachings specifically from human design because um, we haven't really been doing that on season two. Um, but I did pull a card, as I still do, in all of the ways in which I offer anything in the world. And the message was just kind of like to take the the like solar frequencies in our hands, to take the neutrinos in our hands, to take the knowledge in our hands, to take the big teachings of the planets in our hands and to let them become like real and felt and present for us right here, right now in this magic moment. So today we're going to talk about the lines in human design. And the lines I talked about a little bit in season one. And if you were there or you remember, I didn't really know much about what I was talking about. I still don't know like the full breakdown of all of the line information, but I learned some things about the lines that I wanted to share a little bit more here with you today. And I've been really feeling that creating a Human Design 101 course is coming in the near future. I've just had a lot of people kind of close friends, you know, in my Four Network kind of calling me out, saying that they heard about human design through me, found out they're a projector or manifestor or whatever, um, wanting to learn more, that they're like super curious about human design, that they want to learn more. And, you know, it's kind of like the two four magic. It's like those that are in your network when they find when the fours find something that you as a two share with them, when they can get this like inside peek into your inner two world like they want to learn about it through you (laughs) they they don't want to go like buy from a stranger or maybe they do if it's part of their path part of the systems that they're meant to learn but they're they're more so going to want to hear it through your voice and and this isn't just a two-four thing like this is probably just a projector thing like they want to hear it through your voice your perspective your guidance your kind of interpretation of these bigger things into something that's like smaller and more digestible for you so if i finish that by the time this comes out i'll link that in the notes below and if you already know enough about human design that you don't want to hear anymore that's fine Uh, maybe you know somebody that's wanting to learn a little bit more and you would love to like pass them through a projector interpreted perspective perspective of that so just, um, yeah, we'll see if I have that done in time. You know, I like to batch episodes and then kind of drop them all at once, which isn't how most people do podcasts, but that's how I am doing podcasts, and that's how it works for me. So the lines in human design, there are six lines of the hexagram, and you have both your personality line and your design line, and those two lines come together to make the... Um, the lines that you'll get when you pull up your chart, and it says like you're a projector, and you're a five two, or you're a two four, or you're a one three, yada yada yada. You'll also notice that when you're getting your chart on a place like Jovian Archives, that there's um, a list of a bunch of numbers that run down along either side of your chart. There's the personality line on one side, and the design sign, design. Um, gates on the other side and this is where like the planets have highlighted energy in your chart or where they were transferring over during your time of birth for the personality 88 days before for your design crystal uploads and if i do a course on this i'll get like even more into the details of all of that but the six lines of the hexagram come through to create your personality line and your personality line is one of those things that if you meet a um, somebody else with your personality line, they might be a different type of energy as you, but you may have like a lot more relatability there because you have similar personality lines. So when I did attunement last year, the energy group work that I do, everybody that signed up ended up being a 2-4. And it was like this kind of magical alignment, I'm a 2-4. And I just kind of realized, like, oh, two fours, like, of course, they're going to want to be together because there's this some level of, like, we all like to be alone and have our personal space, but we also know that we have, like, a network of people that we need to be interfacing with so that they can call us out into the world to share our wisdom. So I, I loved that. And I feel like personality lines do kind of gravitate towards one another to be in certain projects or certain um, learnings together. And that was just one of the ways that like showed up for me, and I just really appreciated that. I have a lot of actually two, four friends, and I think it's just because we get each other. Like we know that we need a lot of alone time, and we also know that like having our close circle of friends is really important. Or our close network is really important for us. So there's just this certain level of like acknowledgement and understanding that you'll have with somebody else that has your same personality line. Um. I'm saying personality line as the two numbers put together, but I want to kind of break this down. So you'll find your lines in human design by looking at your conscious sun, conscious earth, and then your unconscious sun and unconscious earth. And then those two numbers, it's the little number after the decimal point comes together to create this this line that you have, right? This certain uh, personality line. Each of the lines has their own flavor, their own um, teaching, their own way of running themselves through each person's aura. And the way that it was described in the Human Design Book of Differentiation is really cool. And it was like, I got that we have these personality lines. I understood that they were kind of like our characters that we were like playing in this lifetime. But I didn't really get beyond the like, okay, well, this is where you find your number, conscious, earth. like I, I just didn't really get it beyond that. And then in the book, they explain that the lines, like a good way to understand them is in the context of a house. The line one is the foundation of the home. The line two is sitting at the windows on the first floor inside. Line three is the spiral staircase leading up to the second floor. Line four is the foundation of the second floor. Line five is the energy of sitting in that upper floor and looking out the windows. Line six is the roof of the home. So I'm gonna break this down a little bit further, but just kind of pulling that imagery into mind is gonna be helpful as we move through this conversation. So I'm gonna talk about um, the lines. I'm gonna talk about how they each operate individually, and then I'll invite you to put those two individual ways of um, the lines mapping into something that makes uh, sense for your personal um, interplay of the personality and design crystal lines. So your personality line or your passenger line is the position of each planet at the day and time that you are born. The design line, which is on the left side of the body graph where you get those numbers after the decimal point is the position of each planet 88 days before you were born so your design crystal is like your body your vehicle the the codes you needed to create the vessel so that the um the ego or the person the personality the person could download inside of it so the lines also have a lower trigram which are interpersonal energy themes so they're the themes that are experienced by the self This is line one, two, and three. This is the lower half of the house. And then you have line um, four, five, and six, which is the upper trigrams, which are the transpersonal energy themes experienced in relationships with other people. The energies also are mirrored. So the one, the foundation of the home, line one, is a mirror of the four, the foundation of the second story of the home. Line two is a mirror for line five. Line three is a mirror for line six. Line three being the staircase that goes up. Line six being the um, the roof, right? The top of the home. So the lower trigrams are the ground floor, the lower half of the home. The upper trigrams are the upper floor, the higher. And the lower half is the, the lower numbers, one, two, and three are associated with personal evolutions, learnings, becomings. the upper half of the trigram are involved with how we exchange that energy with others. So I'm going to just break down each of the lines as quickly as I can. So line one is considered the investigator. And line one, their entire purpose is to seek a foundation of knowledge that they can grow from to find a base layer to literally dig up to get to the very, very bottom of things so that they can find the most grounded, supportive foundation to grow from. So line ones are looking to build security in this lifetime. They're looking to study the foundations of life deeply so that they can know both how deep it goes and also how sturdy and strong the roots can get. Again, line one is the foundation of the home. So line ones are pretty introspective. They're really looking to find out if something is real or not real, if it's concrete or not concrete, right? Like if you're going to build a home, you want to know what you're building your home on. Is it just a riverbed that will eventually bottom out and the rest of the home will collapse, you know, Or, or the rest of like the the growth of the life will collapse because the foundations weren't strong? Or is it a, a cr- concrete foundation? Is it a solid foundation? Is it a strong base that the home can be built upon? So when there's a solid base, there's movement, there's growth, there's potential. And something I read about the line ones is that insecurity is just like a part of the line one's experience because it's through that insecurity that they pave the way for real secure paradigms, for real, um, for real embodied security, right? They're like breaking down everything that is actually insecure, right? That is actually not built on a foundation of security. And then finding where things really are real, really are solid, where needs are really met and being able to grow from there. So if you're a line one and you're like, Oh, yeah, I feel like insecure about so many things in life. Like, great. That's because you are looking to find the places that are not secure for all so that you can point out where there actually is stable ground for us to grow from as a human populace. And based on where you have line one, where you have these lines in your chart, if it's the first line, (laughs) so like for me, the two, four, And I might not be saying the proper terms here. I'm just sharing what I've learned and what I think is fascinating. So if it's your first line, that's part of your personality that you're conscious of. That's like the part of you that's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Totally makes sense. The second part of that, so for me, that's the four, is the part that you're unconscious of. It's the part that you're not totally familiar with and you wouldn't even really, excuse me, know that about yourself. But it kind of becomes clear through your life, through maybe others pointing that out to you, through just like seeing how your body kind of operates in the world, how the vehicle of your soul uh, transports you through the arenas of life. So line two is called either the hermit or the natural. Or I think I read somewhere that it's the, um, the easy breezy. I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) line two, these are the people that are, um, so in the house metaphor, line two is the lower lower level of the home where there's windows where people can look in, see that the line two is up to something in there, and it's like everybody on the street wants to know what that line two is up to, and the line two can't necessarily explain what they're doing to everyone the line two isn't going and like standing up at their window with a megaphone being like i'm in here and i'm crafting the new paradigm you know i'm creating new templates for a new world the line two is like just doing their thing totally unaware that people are passing by curious about what they're doing looking inside the window trying to see what it is that they're doing and never really being able to know fully what the line two is doing because the line two is just doing what comes natural to them. So the knowledge in a line two is inherent. They're naturally gifted. They are completely infatuated with the personal process. They're absorbed in it. And that's that's them being healthy, is being really focused on their own personal way of understanding things, knowing things, transmuting, trans uh, interpreting things, transmissioning things. And Align 2 may not even know that they have these <clears throat> particular, like, natural gifts. They really might need somebody to, like, point it out, share, it, and tell them what they're seeing in them. So if you are Align 2 or you know someone that's aligned 2, like, if you're Align 2, like, really ask your friends or people that you trust, like, what is it that you think I'm, like, naturally good at? What is it that you think that I'm... Like, what do I do that, like, you think is magical? And let's see what they say. I did this. I actually, like, asked some of my friends, like, this was before I knew about human design, but, like, what is it that you think I do? And, like, they didn't have all the words, but they had the certain words that I needed to hear to be like, okay, like, I get it now. This is how I support. Um, if you know someone that's aligned to, tell them what you see in them. Tell them what you're seeing them naturally doing and how much you admire that about them because they probably can't see that about themselves. So another thing about a line two is that they are meant to be alone a lot to fine tune their talents, to call upon their talents, and then they get called out to share their gifts and what they've learned with the world by others. So the line two is just kind of doing line two things until somebody else like says like, what you're doing is, is genius. It's a natural genius. And we need you to come out here and tell us exactly how you're doing it. When I read about line two, well, when I read about the two, four, actually, to begin with, but specifically the line two, what the person had initially said was like the line two is very much a projector line. And and the line two and line five, remember before I said that they're mirrors of one another? They're both projected lines. So the line two is like a self-projected line, whereas the line five is like an externally projected line. But... Because they are projected lines, it, very much when I'm talking about a line two, you'll probably as a projector, even if you don't have a two in your design, be like, I totally relate to that. Like that that feels like me. It's it's because the line two is a very project. I mean, it's, it's a projected line, but it's like a very projector essence. So if you're a projector that's also a two four, you have this kind of heightened projectorism about you. Second lines are always just waiting to be called. <laughs> They're called to start a relationship to start a new job to learn a new spiritual practice like projectors wait for the invitation line twos even more are just waiting for somebody to invite them to share what they're doing with the world and it's not necessarily like you can tell people like This is how it is as a line two. It's almost hard to explain because it's your natural genius. It's just what is organic and innate to your process. But when somebody calls you out for those things, when someone calls you into a relationship or a sharing or a teaching of them, it's because you've gotten to the point in that process where now whatever it is that you transmit, however it is that you share about it with others, will be received in the right way that it's meant to be received, even if it's not you specifically describing everything you do. Like the spiritual guidebook that I created recently, to me, I was like, how can I distill this like 15 year spiritual practice that I've been doing into even 115 pages? And there's like still so much I could put in there. And I still feel like I'm not even touching or saying half of it or explaining it in the full capacity that I could, but it's like what's in there is what's meant to be in there. It's like a dabble into the line two experience, an opportunity to like look even more clearly into the mirror of this process that I have come to um, create just in my natural way of like living life and connecting with spirituality. Okay, I could talk about line two (laughs) fours the whole time because I am one, but let's move on. So line three in the house metaphor is the staircase that leads up to the second story. And so the thing about the line threes is that they're they're here for the experiment. They're here for the experience. They're here to like bump into lots of trials and tribulations and learn through those kinds of challenges. So if you're a line three and you're like, why has shit always been so hard? Because you're a line three. You're here to learn through the trials and tribulations of life. Trial and error is your game here on earth at this time. So, line three is the martyr or the experiential. And it's a natural ability. Like the line threes have a natural ability to try and try again, even when they fail, which is so powerful, right? Because a lot of people fail and they're like, I give up. I'm not doing this again. I don't want to fail. That means I'm not supposed to do it. But the line threes, failing is part of your process. And there's something innate built into your design that says, even if I fail, I still have the courage to keep going. Failure is part of my process. I learn through failure. And through learning through failure, I am able to teach and show others an embody way of living life where failure doesn't mean that you're at an end point that you've reached a dead end. But instead, that failure means that it's an invitation to try and try again. So line throughs are not afraid of failure. They're naturally likable. They draw people in. And line throughs are here to find what works for all of us through discovering what's wrong with things. (laughs) So they're learning what doesn't work so they can find out what does work and then let everyone know that like this thing over here doesn't work because I've tried it (laughs) and this thing over here actually does work because I'm an embodied walking example of how this thing (laughs) failed and won't actually be supportive for anyone else that tries it so the line threes are really here to like bump up against things and to feel like they've taken a couple steps up the stairs and then taken a few steps back That they've ascended and grown to a certain level of knowing and then fallen back down the stairs again to try again. But it's like they have the stamina and the energy and the resource and the inner support to keep trying, to keep ascending, to continue to walk up the stairs and grow towards their potential. Line fours are the second story foundation. So, one line one and line four are mirrors of one each of each other, which means that they look alike but they're opposite. So, line four is where we get into the interpersonal workings, where that energy maps by being in relationship with others. And I see line four and that like metaphor of the second story of the home as like. Like when you need to grow your home, it's because then like there's more people in your home, right? Like you have kids or people move in and having a second story where people can live, another living area means that there needs to be more foundation for people, for other people to come in and walk and stand on that solid ground. So line fours are the opportunists. And the thing about line fours is that we're not meant to be in relationships with strangers. We're meant to have a close personal network of friends, people that we work with, that we know, that we play with, and then those like connections can be bridges to the outside world, can be bridges to the strangers. So I like loved learning that I was aligned for because I resonated so much with this. I remember telling one of my coaches one time, like I don't need any more friends. Like I I have enough already in my circle that I feel like I'm capacity of friends. Like How am I supposed to work with people and grow my business and do one-on-one coaching and healing with strangers? Like I don't have the capacity for strangers. And I knew that like no matter who I worked with, they would always become close friends. So I had to really kind of like limit who I was exchanging energy with in that way. And it's so funny because every single person that's come and done some like intimate coaching or intimate energy or healing work with me. I've ended up like creating a project with them, co-hosting a podcast with them, um, teaching a class with them. Like our relationship doesn't just end there. It's like we build these deep bonds with one another that grow beyond our coaching experience or the healing that we're doing together. So. So I've I talked about this you know on an earlier podcast and I'm kind of like remapping what I offer and how I offer it and it's it's kind of in that two four vein and like I'm realizing that Instagram connects us with people from all over the world which is amazing and beautiful and if you have a four in your profile that might feel really intimidating and overwhelming and that's normal fours are meant to keep it in the network and then the network can share your offerings with the world network can be the ones that tell others about you. And then it's kind of like you have this like vetting system. Whereas like when quote unquote strangers come in, but like one of my dear friends or one of my past clients has recommended them to me, it's like they've they've vetted them for me. So like they're not a stranger anymore. It's like now they're being woven into the network. They don't have to be, they don't feel foreign any longer. They feel like they're Like there's a connection somehow. There's like a thread that allows them to be in this kind of four mainframe. So the fours have what are like, quote unquote, their people. (laughs) That's how they maintain their quality of life is by not getting into relationships with strangers, but really getting into close, deep bonds with people that are their people. And people with a line four. And like, also, if you're like, I don't have a line four, but I really relate to this, there's other ways that line fours can show up in your chart. Like if you look down at the planets and you have a point, a decimal point, and then a four after one of those planets, like that's a four line. So it's still in your chart if you have a four there. Um, so if you're feeling like that, maybe go look up that particular gate that has a four next to it and read a little bit more about that. Um Okay, so fours are connectors. Their greatest influence is their friendships, the people that they're close with. Community is really key for line fours. And your opportunities just kind of lie in who you know. So the more people you know, not strangers, the more people you really know and that really know you, the more opportunities are going to come to your door. And especially as like a two who doesn't really put yourself out there. If you're a 2-4, you know, spends a lot of time alone, it's really good to have a good network of people that can call people to your work or if you're looking for a relationship, like invite you into meeting somebody or looking for a job, like show you or send you a job that they found that they think would be really cool for you. Um, And line fours are also influencers to the people that they know. You're meant to influence those people that are in your network. So something else that I read about the line fours, and, and some of this comes from Jovian Archives. Some of this comes from the Book of Differentiation. Some of this comes from random internet searches where I've just taken notes. But line fours are not supposed to leave a relationship until they found another relationship. So these are like intimate bonds with people. Leave a job until they found another job. Leave a living situation until you found another living sh- situation. Like there should be lily pads to leapfrog onto and you should know where your next lily pad is before you make the leap if you have a four in your profile. So line four, as I said, is the foundation of the upper trigram and it's to deliver the foundation and externalize it to others. So whereas the line one was just there to find the foundation for themselves, And then, of course, like eventually be able to show others like, oh, there's good foundation over here to build and grow from. But like the line one isn't showing other people so that they can build with the other people. The line one is like, I figured this out. You can also, you know, build your house over here, too. The land is good here. But the line fours are really here to take the foundation that the ones created, that the ones said is like, this is a good place to build and show other people how to build on it, show other people what the foundation is, and externalize it. Like give out that, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Give out those resources to others, you know, to really show others. Like here it is, this is the way. All right, so a line five. So the line five is the second story, and it's the person that is, also at a window, but this time, unlike the two where people are looking in and projecting in on the line two, the line five is looking out of the window and projecting out into the world. So if there's like a, you know, huge group of people walking down your street, they're looking in at the line two being like, oh, what's that person doing in there? And the line five is looking out towards those other people. The other people may not really be able to see what the line five is doing because You know the second story you you can't really see into the room of the second story you might be able to see the line five there but you can't see into the room into their environment right the line two you can really see into their environment and be like oh i can see all the artwork they're doing or that they're sitting and praying or this or that the line five really has to come to the window in order for you to know that they're there that they're in the second story of the home So line five is called the heretic or the creative rebel. Their process is external and impersonal. Opposite of four, right, where the four really is about having a personal network. The line five, they can have close friends, close people in their lives, but they're also like able to hang out with the strangers. They're meant to meet people they don't know. They're meant to move their energy around with people that they don't know with people that are considered um, strangers or foreign to them. They can easily network with people that they don't know. So the line five often gets projected upon because they're this kind of heroic template, this hero's journey, where people expect them to know things. People expect them to save the day. People really like expect the line five to have the answers. And the line five can really ruin their own reputation if they pretend to have an answer for something or try to help with something that they don't actually have the resources or knowledge for. And the reputation for a line five is everything. So the line five needs to get really good with like practical advice, with things that can be easily applied, easily understood, and also easily mapped by the line five is like, "Oh, oh yeah, done this, this works. Um, this is how it goes. And because of the fact that the line five is a projected channel, other people might project a lot of energy onto the line five. So something that I read was like, you don't have to have the answers for everyone. So I think like projectors in general feel like we have to like know things or have the answers because we don't have like the energy necessarily. We can't manifest energy. We can't generate energy um we can't reflect things back to people we just all we have is the guidance right so like we we always really want to feel like we know things so that we're not kicked out of the tribes that we're not kicked out of the community so that we feel like we have something to offer so i imagine for line fives that like feeling like you need to know is probably really heightened as a projector like you probably feel even more pressure to know everything and have the answers to everything So this is just your invitation to tell people or to tell yourself, like, it's okay not to know. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to save everyone. It's okay to tell people no. It's okay to have boundaries. You're not, you know, line three. um, Line three is the martyr. But, like, you also don't need to martyr as a line five. You don't need to feel like you have to do everything for everyone. So, line fives are also considered to be pretty mysterious, free thinkers, here to make a powerful impact on others. And you bring fulfillment to others through your process, through showing them your process. And this is also how you bring fulfillment to yourself is by guiding others through the process, seeing them complete the process, and that completes a process for you. Um, okay, I'm just checking my notes, seeing if there's anything else here. Yeah, I wrote something and this is some of this is like straight from um, our, our, the, arc, the Jovian Archives. Um, application of the practical can satisfy the projection. So being able to apply things and knowing that there's a beginning, middle, and end really satisfies the projection of others. Okay, line six. Line, when I learned about line six, this was when I was like, got really into it let's just say I like somewhat brushed over the others but when I learned about line six I was like oh this is so interesting and I think it's interesting for a lot of reasons but the line six is the roof of the home so it's not a foundation it's not inside of the home it's really like protecting the crown of the home and line sixes have a three-part life cycle So there's the first life cycle, which is zero to 30 years, and this is when you're really operating as a three line. So you have the trials and tribulations, you're learning by failing, you're experimenting and experiencing what life has to offer. And then you go through your Saturn return around the age of 30, and that Saturn return invites you into the second part of the line six cycle, which is that you excuse me, go up onto the roof. And when you go up onto the roof, this is when you're meant to kind of digest and process everything you learned in those first 30 years, come to understand what that means for you, integrate the information. And then during the Chiron return, Chiron is the wounded healer asteroid. So it's both where we have our wounding, but also how we are here to through our wounding become healers and medicine people for what it is that has felt hard or painful. So it's through your Chiron return at the age of 50 that then you will be called off the roof, called off the roof by society, by other people, whomever, and invited to share your mastery and your wisdom that you've learned over your entire lifetime through all of the processes of your first 30 years and through sitting on the roof back into the world. And I remember like when I was first dabbling with human design with some of my friends, I remember I have a manifesting generator friend that came to me one day and she was like, I don't even know about this human design stuff. Like I just read something that like for between my 30th and 50 years of life that I'm like not meant to guide anybody. I'm not meant to do anything. I'm just meant to sit back and like process all of life. And she's like, She was a coach, a hypnotherapist. Like she created programs. She like really had her hands in a lot of things. And now she's literally like given up all of her business. She doesn't want to do any of it. She's like, I don't want to help anybody. Like this is not what I'm here to do. I created all these programs, but I was really just there to be learning how to create programs, to be learning all of these different tools and techniques And now she's living in a cabin in the woods, like not talking to anybody, (laughs) literally sitting on the roof and just like sitting back and integrating life. So it's so funny how her life just naturally progressed into that, even though she had resistance from it. All right. So let me just refer to the notes here. So the line six it says may always be seeking to find close-knit family or community so that's not saying that you won't have those people but you might feel just a little detached from those people and that's 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 by design the line six like in the house metaphor is like when you're sitting on the roof you're able to take in all different types of homes, all different streets, all different roads. Like when you have that bigger, greater view of the whole city, you have a perspective that not everybody has. Whereas the line two, or sorry, the line five on the second story may be able to see into like the room across the way of like one or two houses, but the line five can't see beyond the roofs of those houses or into any of the other houses on the block. From the roof, the line six is able to see every house on the block, everyone walking down the street everybody in the whole neighborhood. And because of that kind of elevated perception, it gives them a little bit of detachment from intimate personal relationships. It kind of like, though they're totally possible, especially I would say if somebody else is also sitting on the roof with you, um, because of that level of embodiment of this like higher plane that we're all trying to reach, you're going to have this sense of like lone wolf energy where it's you see everything for everyone. You kind of hold the capacity for all. And yet being with the all also makes your individual experience really like differentiated and individualized because it's kind of just you up there getting to see the expansiveness of everything and then processing that in your own way on your own terms. So the line six is really like a, it's it's like the a, a line that we're ascending towards. So I read something how like in seventeen, you know, eighty-two, and that time when we were going through the mutation, um, the mutations that led us from the seven center to the nine center beings, or like that process began. That's when the line six was also created. So projectors that are also line six, like you're really, really new. <laughs> so that's when the line six kind of came to be, and it's because we grew into this new, longer lifespan. And so line six is this line of transition, of moving into the next kind of fields of our human experience. So we're moving from this whole journey, right? The six like moves from the line three, which is like observing the trials and tribulations of life. Then it moves onto the roof, which then you become like an observer of the trials and tribulations of life. And then you're called out to come back down to be an embodiment of being correct, of being both the one that went through it, the one that observed it and integrated it, and then the one that is the template for correctness. Your Chiron return is like the true flowering of all of our species. It's where we're all kind of moving towards. It's the growth of all of us becoming what we're meant to be, is this line six journey or this line six return like the the line six returning back to the world is where we're all kind of growing towards so it's this like journey up through the house and then back down into the world and it's the line six that's really like the template for the future the line six has the ability to take in the whole landscape so that they can be that whole landscape within themselves and so it's a process right the line six has this like cycle secular pro- process. But the ability to be called back down again to share that process with others is where we're all going. We're all learning from the line six. The line six is really like the template for where we are all going. So I'm sure if you have done a lot of research, like I didn't even know about being on the roof as a line six until somebody told me in my comments a couple months ago now. But then I read about it in the Book of Differentiation and just getting the vision and imagery of the house just started making so much more sense. It was like I could understand it even better. So if I'm not explaining it right, grab the Book of Differentiation if you can or check it out from a library if it's there um, or do some online research. There's a little bit out there that I found. Jovian Archives obviously is like the the temple of um, human design uh, through Ra or who like that's what was created through his teachings directly so go to the source um, and also if you're like living as these lines you're probably like able to explain them in a way that's not just um, me kind of looking at my notes and trying to translate and transcribe this to you so if you're um, if you have any of these lines of course like in your own body like pay attention to what you know about yourself first <laughs> and then take in what the lines have to teach you uh, second, secondary. And so then, of course, like all the lines stack, right? Like line two, four is, well, I love My Human Design calls it. My Human Design is a website and also an Instagram page, but they call line two, four, the easy, breezy genius. Um, line one, three, the investigator martyr. Line 6-2, the row model hermit, like all of the lines stack and depending on which side of the the um, <laughs> the line, I'm blinking on the word, depending on which side of the hyphen, that's not the right word, but anyways, depending upon which side, it's either conscious for you or it's unconscious for you, so you're either very aware of it or you're unaware of it. And yeah, that's the lines, that's the personality lines. So I think if I do end up doing this human design workshop, I'll be able to create some visuals where this will make a little bit more sense, where I can show it a little bit more clearly. So again, if I finish that, it will be in the show notes. But also, you can do your own research. There's so much out there online, there's so many great teachers, so many great books um so many great classes through jovian archives like through the source itself i just personally am like i don't have enough there's not enough projector teachers out there like breaking down human design like it really took my scouring <laughs> the interwebs and researching and reading and learning uh every which way i could to like put all of these pieces together and now i'm like okay i've got a lot of the pieces together so i want to share some of these pieces like in their full form so those are the lines, and I think they're really interesting. I hope that you also thought they were interesting. Again, this was kind of like a little like teaching episode, teaching podcast, to learn more about this particular part of the chart. I hope it was helpful. And um, yeah, of course, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. You're going to know better than I am about your particular lines. If we got any two-fours in the room i love to hear from you. i love your reviews. I'd love to know how the 2-4 maps for you. If you want to talk about it on Instagram, maybe I'll put up a little post for us so we can start a thread. Um, but yeah, we're all beautiful and perfect in exactly the way we are, whatever lines we're running. And I'm just really grateful to this community. So I'll wrap this up. Thank you so much for being here and bye for now.